Welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. My name is Michael Persad. This is the podcast where we want to serve you as your virtual communications director to provide clear communication strategy because we believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision. My hope is that this podcast is a help to you. There are three ways you can support this podcast. One is to subscribe. Second is to share it so other people can be helped by it. And the third way is to leave a review. Um, this is Church Brand Guide. I'm Michael Persad, and this is where I want to serve you as your virtual communications director to, prov- to provide you with some clear strategies because I believe that confusion is the enemy of your vision, and I believe that the local church is the hope of the world. I can't forget the role that the, mo- the local church played in my life when I was a kid growing up, and um, as a result of that, I want to spend the rest of my life serving um, Jesus and serving the the Big C Church as best as I can. Um, So this program is really designed to help you become your church's brand expert. Um, I have an agency. I've been working with churches for uh, many years to design brands and websites and all these different things. But I um, I can't scale that very much. So this is designed to really help you become the branding expert at your church. Um, So I want to help you learn how to turn strangers into contributors of the vision. I want you to help, I want to help you steward your resources well. So you say yes to the right things. There's a bunch of ideas out there, but there's some great, there's some right ideas that are good for you. Ultimately, I want to help you get more guests, see more life change take place as a result of that. And we need to support the vision. So I want you to get more support for the vision, people volunteering, people giving and donating towards the vision because it's so compelling and so clear that people want to be a part of it. Our program looks like this. There's four steps. Um, first step is to get clear. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about finding a target audience for your marketing. Um, your church's target audience, every church's target audience is anyone that breathes. <laughs> That's a good target audience. But when it comes to your marketing, Uh, We need to focus that marketing so we can make uh, choices like fonts and colors and all those different choices. Like it's shaped by our audience and what they're going to like. So uh, we talked through that. The second thing we talked through, uh, or step number two, is creating the experience. So once we're clear about who we serve, it's about who we serve. I don't want to miss that. You to miss that point. It's about who we serve. We build a brand around who we serve. Then we create the right experience to do that. So step number two is creating the experience. Uh, last, uh, last week, we kind of wrapped up that conversation about creating on-ramps to our church that are clear and safe place, places to, to invite people to come for the first time or if they haven't been to our church before. We, we, we talked about how to create a clear experience for new people to check us out at least four times a year. And uh, that was really good. Today, we're going to be stepping into step number three which is to attract people. How do we attract people? That's part of a great brand. You have to have a strategy to attract new people in. And I like to use the analogy of like, hey, if you haven't had a guest over to your house in a long time and you have a guest over, it makes you like fix everything. You you clean up everything. You straighten up the pictures. You you notice things that you didn't notice before. Um, So as the church, I just believe that we have to expect guests all the time. Our website needs to be designed that way. Our lobbies need to be designed that, that way. So we're, we're, exper- we're expecting guests. So we're going to talk today about how to attract people, specifically today about our web platform. And then the fourth thing is to get buy-in. So our job's not done when people show up. 
because they have to buy in, they have to come back. So our, our job as communicators, um, as churches, uh, ch church leaders that are um, trying to attract people to our church is not just to get them there, it's to get them to come back. Like that's the true win of our marketing. That's, that's where we get the return for our investment. When we use those donations that people have donated to our church, uh, we need to use them wisely so that we, we not only get people to come, but we get them to come back. Because that's when we get a better chance of getting them to, to buy into what's going on, uh, to truly be helped by our church and the ministry that God has given to us. So as your communications director, um, I want to serve you with um, kind of a heads up. This is, used to be my role. Uh, I used to be a communications director at a mega church, a couple mega churches, and then um, also a church plant. So one of the big things that I did as a communications director was make sure everybody was looking forward. Um, so one of the things that we do is, is um, I want, I want to uh, help you think by quarters, quarter one, two, three, and four. Um, it helps us to just process information better and do a better job at, a jo uh, at, at communicating things to the congregation or to the community. Uh, so quarter one, quarter two, we're in right now. So quarter two is April, May, June. We should be wrapping up our things uh, in, in uh, quarter two. Uh, so we should be looking at quarter three and really gearing up for that. So your promotions for your July events uh, should be uh, in place or pretty close to being in place. Um, and, and then you should be thinking well ahead towards September and uh, making some decisions on quarter four right now of, hey, what are we gonna do for Christmas? What are we gonna do? Uh, anything for October? Are we gonna do something there? Um, we should be making those decisions now. So if you're not, I just want to encourage you, man, put it on the calendar, start having those conversations now, because you'll be a better steward of the resources that, you, that God has given you if you can plan ahead. You'll take care of the people that are serving in your church better if you can give them a heads up. You'll just be a better leader overall if you can, if you can think ahead a little bit. So in quarter three, um, I want to just uh, give an analogy for, for what quarter three is uh, in, in, my, in my brain. Uh, quarter three is kind of like the beginning of the NFL football season. Okay, July is training camp. August is the preseason games. And then September is the regular season. It kicks off the regular season. So in church world, I feel like quarter three kind of mimics that quite a bit. Uh, right now we're in training camp. Um, we're preparing. We're making decisions. We're uh, coming up with a plan. Those types of things. Um Next is August. August is preseason. Hey, let's get sharp. Let's get our, our stuff in order. Let's get our website updated or our or, uh, or logo done. Let's have it in place. Uh, let's, if you're going to do that, if you're, if you're going to paint the walls, let's paint the walls. If you're going to train people, train them. Um, so that when September comes, that's kickoff. That's when everything really starts. So make sure that September is going to be awesome by making it great in August, like working in August towards that. So a couple things to look ahead on um, is outreaches. So July is a great month for outreaches. Same thing with August. Uh, outreaches are our marketing for the church. So again, this whole conversation that we're having is about marketing and business and that from that perspective. So outreaches, yes, it's a great spiritual component. Um, but from this perspective we're talking about here today, um, it's a great marketing tool for you to get into the community and serve the community. If you, want to, if you want to win people over, you serve them. And uh, that's a great opportunity. Wear the t-shirts, get your branding out there as you're serving, um, but at the same time, get out there, mobilize your people in the church to then serve the community. 
Um, September coming up in September is a great opportunity for an event or a series, sermon series of some kind that's just geared towards uh, new, new guests. So just want to set you up for that. Think September. Um, think about September 15th in particular. We talked about that date being a very significant date for new people being ready to come back to church. So see if you can take advantage of that. Um, get your branding in place if you haven't done that. Um, get your uh, branding is not just a logo. So let me let me preface that. Branding is the experience. It's a it's a lot of the experience that that people are going to provide. Like get get a lot of that stuff in place. Uh, your branding and your and your marketing in place so that when people start showing up, they have um, signs that direct them to where the restrooms are, or where the kids check in is, or flags on the outside of your building that let people know when they're driving past your building that they, they that's the building right there. Um, get those things in place now. Uh, website, if your website needs to be updated, if it's five years old or older, it probably needs to be updated. Um, so either a rebuild or just like go through it and comb through everything and make sure it's all what it needs to be. Now's the time to do that. And your facilities, uh, we talked a little bit about that, but if you're gonna paint anything or fix up or patch or anything like that, Let's start doing it now so we, we are ready to go for kickoff in September. All right, so hopefully that helps you. Um, that's just kind of my communication director. Uh, again, that was my role. Uh, that's part of what I did is just help the church in general look ahead. Because honestly, as a communications person, I felt the pain of when people did not prepare. I don't know if that's you. I don't know if you've ever been there before. But um, if a different ministry didn't prepare and they come to me like, hey, I need this next week. Well, then all of a sudden their problem becomes my problem and I got to work extra hours and sweat it out. Um, so what I learned to do is like, yeah, I'm going to help you to start planning now months ahead of time so that I'm helping myself later on. <laughs> so I'm helping the organization, but I'm definitely helping myself as well by helping people think ahead a little bit in, in what's going on. So um, let's, let's jump into our topic today. Um, we are going to be talking about building a web platform, and that kind of looks like this, okay? Um, your web platform has a lot of different pieces to it. In the middle is your website. So let's start there. The website is it's the main piece of your marketing. It's the hub of all your marketing. Everything goes to the website or through the website. And the thing about your website is that it is your own real estate. Like you, you own that property. You could do with it whatever you want. Um, if you use social media, that's great. But just keep in mind, you can't control social media. How many times has Facebook changed the algorithms to where something that was working now doesn't work anymore? They call the shots. But the website is yours. Like you call the shots from beginning to end. So um, make sure you get the website right. It is the one thing in your marketing that you need to invest in to have a professional do it. Like if, if you were thinking about having somebody do it and volunteer their time, um, that's, that's good. And I know that's, that's a big need of a church to have people step up in different ways. But I would, I would just encourage you to um, have somebody that really knows what they're doing get the website done for you so that it really is a great tool. Your website is really an employee for your church. Like it's that important. It's doing a great job. We're going to talk about what that job is here in just a moment. Uh, it needs to do a great job uh, for your church. So make sure you build it right. Now, your web platform also includes LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, email, text, postcards, anything along those lines. That's going to be your, your, your platform. Um, postcards, of course, are going to be a print piece. But all the rest of it is all, all di digital. 
Um, so this is, you need to have a plan and a strategy for all these areas so that you, you make sure that you are utilizing them in the right way. So towards the end of our time today, I'm going to show you, I'm going to explain to you how to utilize each of these areas so that um, you're doing the right thing with them. So um, what you do on Instagram is different from what you do on LinkedIn or Twitter. And then these are the platforms that um, I recommend for churches. So again, I'll, I'll, towards the end of it, I'll, I'll talk you through why I recommend them for churches um, so you know how to use them. Uh, this, is, this is our website. So let's take a look at our website. On the left-hand side, there's some pages that I recommend. So a lot of things that a lot of times what I want to do on this, um, this program is to recommend things. It's not the only way to do it, but man, I want to guide you and guides recommend things. So I want to recommend it to you. So on the left-hand side is a recommended menu structure for the pages you need on your website. That'll help. It's not for, um, well, let me, let me pause there. Your website is primarily for the visitor checking you out for the first time. The most effective websites does that job extremely well. So the main job of a great church website is to get people that are checking you out for the first time to come for a visit. So that's the number one job of a great church website. Turn people into a first-time visitor. Um, people are going to be eight out of ten people are going to check you out on the website on online first before they uh, they come in person. So uh, we'll talk about some tactics of how we can do that job here in just a moment. The second job it needs to do is to serve the congregation, and um, it can do that well. But it's not primary. the The primary job is to be an intuitive experience for first-time people checking you out. The the regular attenders that come to your church. Uh, they can be trained on how to use the website. Like you have opportunities to train them where to go, but you can't train the first time guests. So make sure it is well designed. And then here, here's the, here's kind of the idea. Uh, it needs to have a great, um, your logo needs to have a prominence on the page. So the upper left is a great uh, spot for that. Uh, easy to navigate menu, not too many menu items and a call to action needs to be on the website. And the call to action needs to be something along the lines of plan a visit or come this weekend, or something along those lines, okay? And a call to action is really just a next step that you want people to make. And it needs to be really clear. Don't have five calls to action. Have one. As, as close as you can, have one call, call to action, and let your website be all about that one call to action, especially your homepage. Let your homepage be all about that one call to action, and the one call to action needs to be something along the lines of plan a visit. Uh, we want you to come this weekend. Um, you need a great tagline on your website that identifies how your church helps your audience. So don't have a tagline um, that is talking about how great your church is. Have a tagline that talks about the problem that you solve. Okay, so um, there are three basic problems that people have that churches are really, really good at solving. One is that they feel like they're alone. So can, your can you write a tagline that says that uh, they can connect here, be part of family, they can belong. So that, that's a great tagline to think about. The second tagline, the, the second problem that people have is that they don't feel like their, their life is, it matters. They, they need purpose in life. So churches are really, really great at um, helping people define or find a purpose. So can you write a tagline that allows people to uh, connect that? Like, um, and then the third need that people have is that they, they feel like they're wasting their life. So um, they, they need hope. 
so hope is another message that um, churches can provide that meets the need of most people. Okay, so um, can you write a tagline that just kind of points towards hope? Like this is a place where you can find hope. Um, there is something better for you, something along those lines. So write a tagline, not about how great we are and how we, uh, we lift up Jesus, like even though that's what we do. Like don't, don't write the tagline about that. Write the tagline about your audience. So that's, that's a big shift. A lot of times when, when you're listening to this, um, to what I, what I present, that's an overarching theme. It's, a, it's not about us. It's about them. How can we be a guide to them, our audience, who wants to be the hero to their story? Um, all right. So as, as we go down, service times need to be very prominent. Location needs to be very prominent. I can't tell you how many websites bury that information. If you want people to show up, make that information easy to find. Um, as we scroll down, there's an area that I've labeled Get Connected. So can you make it really easy for people to figure out how to come to your church? So it's like step one, step two, step three. Hey, step one, plan your visits. Step two, show up. Step three, um, get connected. Uh, you know, so, something along those lines. Like it's really, really easy to come to our church. Like all you have to do is like these three things. Um, it sounds kind of like uh, gimmicky, but it really helps people wrap their minds around how to come to a service. Um, so step one, two, three, how do, you, how, does, how do people come to a service? Or maybe yours is like, Plan a visit, come to a service, uh, go to the info desk for a free gift. You know, something along those lines. What does that look like for you and how can you make that really easy? So the homepage of your website is communicating uh, very, very clearly how, how we want you to come and here's, how it, well, here's what it looks like to come for a visit. Um, have your call to action again. So that yellow bar in the middle of the screen there, another call to action. Just keep in mind that People are going to be checking out this on their phone, so they're going to be scrolling. So have your call to action in multiple places on your website so people can scroll down and, and hit it several times. People want to check out your messages. So on your homepage, if you can put the latest message or your best message on the homepage, that's going to be great. And then if you can provide some next steps for people. So this is the area where maybe they've come one time. Uh, can, you, can you say, hey, here's your next step? Uh, you know, whatever that starts to look like. That's a whole other... Uh, uh, conversation we can have on a different different uh, uh, program. So here's the other page that I want to show you. It's, it's the plan a visit page. So have a page dedicated just to helping people make their first time visit. Um, so at the very top, some sort of message that says, uh, hey, we can't wait to meet you. Or just use that message if you want to. We can't wait to meet you. Um, if you have a way to sign in kids, that's great. People um, respond to that really well. And it's almost like they've made a commitment to come. So it's kind of a nice tool if you can have people sign in their kids ahead of time if they have kids. Um, it's a nice tool to use. Uh, an invitation video is a great idea. Maybe it's the pastor just saying, hey, come on, we want to show you around a little bit. It has B-roll of like the kids' areas and the lobby. It helps people get comfortable. The biggest question that people have when they come to the church for the first time is what do I wear? Going to church is like going to a wedding you're not invited to. So how can you build, bring down as many walls as possible so that people can make that decision to come. So show them the church, use video to do that. Service time and location, again, really prominent, easy to find. I have a section there for church culture. That's where I have like, basically it's a photo gallery just showing photography of the church experience. And then down below I have kids ministry area. Um, so churches are really great at, at attracting young parents that have kids because they, they know they need something, they need, they need help. 
uh, I'm there right now. I need help. <laughs> so if we can communicate to people that, hey, we can help you out, um, let's do that. Kids ministry is a great way to do that. So highlight the kids ministry. Again, I want to make recommendations. It's not the only way to do it, but it's a great recommendation that we see work. And then again, towards the bottom of the page, I have your uh, service times. Okay, this is the last page I want to point out on the website, then we'll move on. This is a connect page, or I just call it connect. Um, but it's, it's the page for the members or the regular attenders that go to your church. So what I'm recommending is basically all the website is designed for the, the guest, but have one, one little tab at the very top that says, maybe says connect or something along those lines. It, it can be called something different, but they'll be too clever with it. Call it pretty straightforward what it needs to be. And then everybody in the church just knows, hey, if you need anything, just go to the connect tab. So if you need uh, our discipleship class, our next steps program, if you need to know about small groups, our discipleship, our Bible studies, um, prayer requests, uh, anything like that, like just go to that connect tab and you can find it all there. And then make it really, really easy for people to find all that stuff all in one place. So you train the, the, the people, the regular attenders to go to that connect tab. The rest of the website is made really simple for the guests to be able to navigate and learn about the church. All right, so that's that's an overview of the website. Uh, your about page is also super important, and I would also encourage you to have a great staff page. People want to know if you have leadership in place for their kids or their teenagers, or there's leadership in place for different aspects of their life. So take a photo, post it on your website, tell people who they're, they don't have to be on paid staff, just this person's in charge of whatever area. That's actually a, a really nice marketing tool as well. Okay, um, let's talk about our other platforms online. Um, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Those are the ones that I recommend for most churches. Um, Facebook is kind of the king of all of them because Facebook is where mo just about everybody's on Facebook. Um, and also, Facebook is uh, the, most value, the most value for your marketing. And I'll cover that here in just a moment. Uh, so Facebook's super important to use that uh, just because everybody gets onto Facebook. So it's kind of the, the king of all of them. Uh, YouTube, extremely important to be on YouTube as well. It's the second biggest search engine behind Google. So you want to be able to be found. Um, churches have a really, really easy thing that they could put out there, which is their messages, their sermon messages. Just post those on YouTube, let people find them, tag them really well so people can find your messages you can help people through the messages and through the comments area below the video, make sure you invite them to come to church. Um, give them the address, phone number, website link, all the stuff they would need to then make a visit um, to come to your church. Um, Instagram is great for reaching 34, 35 and below, so it's the next generation coming up. Twitter, um, let, me, let me just explain a couple things about these uh, channels so that uh, we're all on the same page. So Facebook is the biggest um, the, the way we use Facebook is that it's a, it's a laid back platform for relaxed communication. Um, don't sell things on Facebook. Don't sell, Hey, you should come to this event next Tuesday. Um, just mention things and build community. So Facebook, a good example, like let's say you have a uh, picnic on Tuesday coming up. Um, don't sell, Hey, Tuesday, seven o'clock, be there. That's not good. Like people don't like that on Facebook. That's not why people use Facebook. What you want to do is like, it's almost like you're inviting somebody to a birthday party. Say something like, hey, if you don't have anything going on on Tuesday and you want to connect with some really, really great people, show up at seven o'clock at this time. 
And then that's like, oh yeah, sure. That's something my friend would write on Facebook. So be, that's the tone that you want to do on Facebook. Um, Instagram, it's an entertainment platform. So when you use Instagram, think, think uh, it's a 35 and younger uh, demographic that, that are on there. They want to be entertained. So post funny videos, post um, things that are going to be more entertaining on Instagram. You'll get the most traction out of that. Okay, so find the, the people that are really funny in your church or people that are just really good at uh, being entertained. You know the type of people, the, uh, the extrovert type of people, and uh, have them go to town with it. YouTube, we already covered. It's, hey, post your messages. Um, just have it as a search engine out there for your church. Um, Twitter. Twitter is to keep your community updated on the latest news regarding your church. So that's where you can make announcements and you can update people on things. Twitter is a great place where people like to find news and updates for things. And then LinkedIn allows you to uh, build relationships with the business professionals in your community and with the city. So uh, LinkedIn is something that most churches don't do, um, but I would recommend it just because it'll help you connect with the municipalities in your area and also the business leaders in your area and they can see like what you're doing and, and hopefully you know help you help you do more of it um, here in South Florida we're building some really great relationships with the city that's uh, part of our strategy we want to serve this city we want to serve the mayor we want to serve the city council um, we want to get uh, as much as we can into the school district uh, so that's a great marketing tactic just to help you get the word out, they, they'll champion you as well. Like we just had a, um, a school, a middle school, invite our pastor, Pastor Brandon, to go. And um, he shows up at the middle school for the graduation of the eighth graders. And uh, the principal of the middle school was so appreciative they showed up. And uh, Pastor Brandon has been, he arranged like free haircuts for the kids that are kind of low income kids in the area. He's uh, arranged for the teachers to get like a big goodie bag of like all the stuff uh, for lunch. Um, so he's done several things to serve that, that school in particular. So when he shows up at the graduation, the mayor, the, the principal calls him up on the stage. Well, first of all, when he, when he shows up, he has a seat next to the mayor of the city. And the, he's sitting in the front row next to the city council members. And then the principal calls him up and introduces him. Here's Pastor Brandon, who's investing into our school. And she gives him the microphone for him to say a few words. And uh, he was unprepared for it, but he did a great job. Uh, he just said, hey, we want to serve your city, something along those lines. And it went well. But he got an introduction to the mayor, the city council, and everybody saw that he was, um, we were, you know, us as a church, we're here to serve this community. Um, so again, LinkedIn is a great place. Uh, serving the city is a great place. Let's, let's touch on Facebook ads real quick. I'm going a little bit over my time. So let me, uh, let me wrap up here uh, real quick. Facebook ads is the best value for the money. Learn how to do Facebook ads. Get into Facebook um, uh, Ads Manager. Uh, you can even call Facebook and be like, hey, show me how to use this. Facebook wants you to win with your ads because they make more money. So they have people that are dedicated to help you win with your ads. So the biggest tip I can give you is use Facebook ads. Um, uh, if I had to put a number out there, about $300 a month would be a great budget for Facebook ads and uh, ask Facebook to teach you how to use it well. And then you'll be able to target the right people and get some good traction to point people back to your website um, or point them back to something else that's pertinent. Facebook Pixel kind of goes with Facebook ads, okay? So if you haven't heard about Facebook Pixel before, it's something you install on your website that allows you to track 
how your ads are doing on Facebook. Okay, so you want to know if your ads are effective so that you can put more money behind it. Um, by the way, Facebook allows you to spend like $10 at a time. Like it doesn't have to be like a big, huge ad spend. That's why it's the most value for your money. And the reach that you get, you can reach 10,000 people. You can reach 40,000 people with $300. Like what would it be for you to reach 40,000 people? If you have their settings right and it's just the right thing, um, you could reach tens of thousands of people with Facebook. Again, have them teach you how to do it and invest into Facebook ads a lot. It's the best value for churches to, to use. Uh, Facebook Pixel is a big part of that, so make sure you learn how to install that on your website. And then Google Analytics, uh, also a great tool for you to plug into your website. Uh, have somebody help you set that up, but make sure you can track what's happening on your website. Um, see if people are coming to your website and what pages they're visiting. You can see what sermon is resonating most by seeing how many people are listening to it. Um, so again, different, this is a much deeper conversation we don't have time for right now, but install Google Analytics into your website and uh, begin to track what's going on with your website. Uh, we, we are making decisions with our church plant based on the feedback we're getting from Google Analytics and Facebook Pixel. So what we're seeing is that people in our area, South Florida, they care a lot about their brand, like what they wear, the type of clothes that they have, that type of thing. So Pastor Brandon needs to wear certain type, types of clothes. It's not a suit. It's something different. So we're making decisions based on the feedback that we're getting. People in this area care a lot about kids, and they want to help kids. So we know that, hey, we should probably have a back-to-school program or some kids stuff that we can um, invite people into to help serve this community. So anyway, really good stuff that we can see because of the analytics that um, we have plugged into the website. Email marketing is great. Collect email. Um, even if you don't know what to do with it, collect email. At every event, collect email. Have a database that you can put that into, an email program like MailChimp. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones out there. Maybe your database, um, <clears throat> Planning Center, or one of those other databases has a way for you to capture email. Uh, capture email. I'm telling you, like, start it now, start it now. And then in the future, you'll know what to do with it, okay? Um, there's a bunch of tactics with emails that, that are going to help you reach more people. Um, but you got to start collecting that first. Um, and then there's things called segmented lists. And then you can send out uh, communications uh, to people uh, based on who they are and what they're interested in. So um, email marketing is very, very uh, effective uh, still. Like, don't, don't think it's all noise. Um, and then also your church app. The, 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 the main thing I want to say about your church app, um, your church website is going to serve guests. Your church app serves the congregation. Okay. So that's the difference between the two. Like build an app that serves the congregation extremely well. Help them find messages really easy. Help them give online very easily. Uh, do push notifications to them for events and announcements. Um, so keep in mind with a church app, it's very heavily, uh, the person that's going to download, like you're asking a lot for somebody to download an app on their phone. So they're going to be bought into your church before they're going to do it. So they're going to be a congregation, like a regular attender. So build it for them. Have the focus and the clarity to build it for your congregation. And then build your website for the visitor. And between the two of them, you'll have a really great platform. I would like to serve you through my coaching membership to help you become your church's brand guide. 
you'll be able to be the branding experts to help turn strangers into contributors. You'll be able to steward your resources well, saying yes to the right things. Ultimately, you're going to see more guests showing up at your church. Through that, you'll see more life change taking place. And you'll be able to get more support for your vision. I've been serving churches for decades. And one thing I've seen is that there's too many churches that are perfectly equipped to reach a world that no longer exists. My agency has been building brands for churches. And we've been helping churches attract more people in their community. And then once they get there, cause them to say, I want to be a part of that. I want to show you how to do this. There are four steps. First, you have to get clear about who you serve and how you serve them. Next, you have to create the experience that's in line with solving their problem. Next, you have to have a system to attract people on a regular basis. And step four, you need to get buy-in. So people say, I want to contribute to that vision. If you get all of these four steps right, you'll have brand clarity. Will people choose to come and be a part of what you're doing? So I want to invite you to my coaching membership where you'll have access to a weekly coaching call where I'll unpack a branding strategy. Then you'll be able to ask questions specifically to your church. And I'll give you resources that you can customize for your church so that you can have a plan, a strategy to reach more people. You'll be part of a community where we're all sharing ideas because we truly believe that confusion is the enemy of the vision of the church. Join us today. Go to churchbrandguide.com. Click on membership and sign up.